Okay. Welcome to the How to Health Podcast. I'm Dr. Lori Marvis, and today we are so honored to have Ms. Carla Fries. How are you doing? I'm great. Thank you. Wonderful. And thank you for taking time out of your evening to come and share your story with us. We're kind of doing a series on diabetes and Carla has some really interesting story to share with us and some great tidbits too, to help those who might be challenged with how to start such a diet and see some improvements in their own health. So Carla, can you tell us kind of the start where you're basically maybe where you started with diabetes and then just kind of how you found the diet and what's, what's happened to you since then? Sure. I'll be happy to. I was relatively healthy, um, although quite overweight uh, my whole life. But uh, January the 18th, 2008, I believe was the date that I was diagnosed with diabetes. And I had been diagnosed about a year earlier with sleep apnea, but that was the only thing that was ever really wrong with me. I had sleep apnea. And then when I was diagnosed with the diabetes and also high cholesterol, which goes hand in hand now, I know that, I didn't know that at the time, um, I was just devastated. I was just like, I don't wanna be sick. I can't believe that I'm, I have diabetes. I, I mean, that was like a serious thing. And so I immediately went to the dietitian recommended by the doctor that same afternoon, I believe, And then uh, a week later, they sent me to another nutritionist, and then I became part of their diabetes education program, and they sent me on different um, seminar kind of things, and we had different classes so that I could try to improve my my health. Um, As soon as I was diagnosed, like the next day or even maybe that same day, I had picked up a friend and she said they were going to go for ice cream. And did I want to go? And I said, no, I said, I'm diabetic. And she said, so, and I said, I'm not supposed to have sugar because that's what the nutritionist and the dietitians had said, no sugar, low carb. And um, so I went straight, strictly by the book on what they suggested, strictly by what the medical professionals were telling me. I was on two metformin a day, plus checking my blood three times a day. Um, and also high cholesterol medicine, among some other medicines. But I immediately vowed to not be sick. And so I just did whatever the doctor told me to do. And so I I began losing some weight, Um, but I was still on the medicine. And every time I would go back every three months for him to check my medicine, he's checked my A1C and he checked all my labs. And every single time he said, everything looks good, keep taking the medicine. And I said, when do I not take the medicine? I don't want to be sick. And he says, well, you need to just, you're just going to be on this the rest of your life. Hmm. So I said, you know, that disappoints me. I've got to just figure out something else. And so despite the fact that I lost a whole lot of weight, uh, probably well over a hundred pounds over the next few years. Wow. I did not, I was still on all my medicine and I, I, I was still testing my blood sugar every day, three times a day. So I was still following the low carb and the no sugar and um, trying, I thought by losing weight that I would lose the diabetes. And despite, like I said, losing over a hundred pounds, I did not. And around that same period of time, my mother was diagnosed with Alzheimer's. So when I assessed my life at that point in time, 
I determined that my dad's sister had Alzheimer's, my dad's dad had had Alzheimer's, my dad, my mom's mom had Alzheimer's, and now she had Alzheimer's. So I started doing research. How could I prevent or even take a chance to prevent Alzheimer's? And that's where I started learning about uh, a whole foods plant, well, plant-based diet at the time. I didn't know about the whole foods, but uh, Dr. Barnard um, and Dr. Furman were some of my early uh, articles that I read in some early books. And I started watching documentaries and reading medical studies and a variety of books. And after about six months, I decided. Okay. Go ahead. So I found uh, Dr. Barnard and I think Dr. Furman were my first articles that I read uh, about a plant-based diet and how to prevent disease with it, that, that um, it was the healthiest as far as they were concerned. So I started doing more research, started reading some medical studies and watching documentaries and reading some more books for about six months. And on Christmas day of 2012, my present to myself was to change my diet and I had watched Forks Over Knives and the next day I went and got rid of everything in my house and got all new groceries and only plant-based food and um, that like that's that'll be nearly five years and um, so probably about three months after that um, I did I stopped taking my diabetes medicine because my blood sugar was consistently good and I was feeling so much better and I went to the doctor for a checkup and they were just amazed at the difference in my health. So you went how many years? Four years or so? I did 2008 through the beginning of 2013. Oh wow so five years following the prescribed diet by the medical establishment and then you discover a whole food plant-based diet in hopes of preventing Alzheimer's, you come off your medication in three months. Yes. <laughs> and so did you lose any additional weight? Well, I had started gaining a little bit back. I had gained about 30 pounds back. So when I started uh, the plant-based diet, I lost another 15 like right away. And then um, I started eating a lot of nuts and a lot of oily things because they were vegan. That was my theory. They were vegan, but um, they weren't healthy. Obviously, we know that now. Um, but it was all a learning process. And mm -hmm. that's why we do these podcasts to help educate people. That's why I walk the walk every day and I talk the talk every day because I just want people to know about it. That's so great. by the time I found Whole Foods Plant-Based Diet, which was in December of 2013, then I came off the oil and the nuts. Okay. And I started losing again. So as far as your total weight loss, what was your total weight loss? I've lost 236 pounds. Wow. That's incredible. So, you know, when you see someone and they say like, I just can't do it. What do you tell them? What do you, what are your excuse busters? Well, I say then you don't want it enough, bad enough, because it's really not that hard because it's simply a choice. In my mind, it's every single bite. It's either feeding disease or it's feeding health. And people tend to make it harder than it is. And they say, well, I really miss meat or I really miss oil or I really miss this or I really miss that. And, and I think I try to explain to them, change your perspective. What do you want? 
and explain to them that in my opinion, there is nothing, absolutely nothing more important than your health because without it, you have nothing. So I just say, change your perspective. You know, think about self-care. Think about taking care of yourself. You are worthy of optimal health. You just have to make the choice to do it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So is there any family members in your home or other people that you've really inspired or struggled with? I mean, what, are your, what is your experience there? I've been very fortunate to be able to inspire several people who have changed their lives. Um, I have also been sad to say I have not been able to help some people. And I've had two very close friends pass away this year within the last six months, actually, that all the disease that they have had that they had could have been totally prevented. Mm. Wow. And so when you see that, what do you think is holding them back? I mean, they've seen your dramatic recovery, weight loss. They, you know, they know they can come to you and ask questions. What do you think about it is what are the conversations and excuses that you're hearing? Because for me as a physician, that's the most frustrating part is like, I have the answer, but you're not listening. So what, what have you found tends to be the biggest excuse? I, d- I don't know. I, I'm just exactly like you. I'm just so frustrated sometimes because we know we have it. Um, people, my boss tells me, I just admire you so much. I have never known anybody with your dedication and your determination. He says, I could never do it. Mm. I said, of course you could. It's simply a choice. You just have to make the choice to do it. And he says, then I don't want it bad enough. And I said, well, then perhaps not. Right. So, and he's been one of my biggest supporters, which is so ironic because I did a free presentation earlier this year. And he says, you are selling health. You are selling the truth. He says, don't be scared to get up there and tell that. I said, why don't you listen to me (laughs) when I say that? And what does he say when you ask him? He said, I don't know. I just, I just don't think I could do it. I just, I just can't do it. Wow. It, it, It just blows my mind. People would rather suffer then just change some eating habits. And the food is amazing. Yes. I mean, it really speaks to the, the addiction and the power of food when it comes to our mind and our social habits. And That's it. So A lot many of it things. is social. You're exactly right. We have, mm-hmm. unfortunately, eating out or eating together has become our social uh, activity. And so that's another thing too, when I can get people started thinking about it and she's, and somebody will say, well, we go out to eat a lot. Well, change your focus, find other things that you enjoy a lot and, and focus on that more. Learn, you know, to go to yoga or learn to um, go to the movies. I don't know. Other things that take your, your mind off of food a lot and have food be fuel rather than rather than your social life. Right, exactly. I think you're, when you reframe how you look at food mm-hmm. and its relationship to yourself, your body, and your life, that is really when you start seeing changes. It is. Absolutely. It is. So, I mean, wow, it's incredible. So, we're, we're tend to keep these short because there's a series of them. So, what is the one last bit of advice that you would give to someone who's maybe teetering, thinking, well, maybe I should do it, maybe I can't do it? What is... Do you have some advice that you find that really helps them a lot of people or maybe um, an excuse that seems to be fallen by the wayside? What do you, what do you tell people? It's it's just, people just don't know. They don't get it. And even 
seeing my progress and seeing my success, they still don't think they can do it, obviously. They just think it might be too hard. So my thought, I guess, would be to say, at least try it. Just try it for 30 days is my suggestion because our taste buds change. And in about that amount of time, that everything that they eat is going to taste amazing. And people say, oh, no, it tastes horrible. And then they, they, they can't do it after a week. I said, look how sick you are. Look how much medicine you're on. I said, would it not be worth eating cardboard for 30 days <laughs> in order to have your health back? I mean, truthfully. Right. Like, well, yeah, you have a good point. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, absolutely incredible. I mean, I, it's such a, I mean, you had such a dramatic change, but it was so simple to describe. Oh, I did this. That didn't work. I did this and this worked. <laughs> so, but you actually have provided some online resources. What is your website? It's purelyplants.co. I have where I have some resources. I'm sorry. I could you could you repeat that? I'm sorry. It kind of cut out a little bit. Purelyplants.co. There you go. And what's on Purely Plants Seed? I have my story and I have some resources for people to educate themselves. A list of uh, documentaries, a list of websites. I have um, some services that I provide, some consulting services to help people transition. That's a very short consultation just kind of to get people started on, on their path. And I have a list of foods that I eat. That's my biggest asked mm. question is what do you I eat? And I eat very, very simply. I may make a, a recipe occasionally or a big batch of, of something on the weekend, but mostly I eat very simply uh, vegetables and rice or potatoes and a salad or something pretty simple. I think that is invaluable information because that's that you're exactly right. People go, well, how do I do this? What is the, What are you eating? Is it just lettuce and carrots? So, right. you know, they, they do think you're eating grass and nothing else. So I think those are fantastic. Yes. But thank you so much for spending your evening with us. And I can't wait to share your story with everyone. Thank you so much, Dr. Marbus. I'm so happy to be able to help. Thank you. One second. <laughs>